The Open Nesters is a weekly podcast focusing on couples and individuals who are looking for new beginnings after their kids have left the nest. So Amir, we're here to summarize season two. And it's been quite a journey and we keep evolving. Are you sure we're summarizing already season two? Is that time of the year? That's amazing. It seems time seems to just go so much quicker. And yet each moment counts. And we all, I think, feel that as we age. So it's certainly part of the open nester life. And I, uh, I've enjoyed this journey of finding interesting guests in such a deep way. And I, so I want to point out that we've really been interviewing people on a number of categories. And sometimes when I went to a pastor, like to a, a, a more in-depth thing about either pleasure or spirituality or art or something that wasn't directly related to the open nesters, I know you had a hard time with that. I didn't have a hard time with it so much as, you know, I had to make an adjustment to the mission of the open nesters in my head. I mean, I was thinking that we're going to interview mostly couples at that stage of life, but we seem to expand it to different areas. So I had kind of paradigm shift that I had to deal with, and I did, and I'm comfortable with it. Okay, because we also we we are we are enjoying and evolving and actually stretching and and getting overwhelmed. To be honest with you, with the amount of of great communication people can have, the way they can live their lives in all kinds of different ways, the choices that they make, and how how much possibility that opens. And sometimes that's a little bit overwhelming, right? Yeah, it, it is overwhelming. And but the, the information is, I think, can be used not in just for people that listening to our podcast, The Open Esters, and they're in that stage three in our act three of their life, but many others. I mean, the communication that we have talked about uh, relate to everybody. The uh, information about sexuality and spirituality can relate to across diverse uh, type of people. And different groups and generations. Exactly. So absolutely, I feel like when we start opening up and we start realizing that we want to learn more about ourselves, we have young, a, young, a number of young moms that I have in, my, in our groups that write to me that are learning because now even about adult kids. So I kind of wanted to go through some of the categories because this is the first time in season two that we had parents with their adult kids and there are a number of episodes and a, you know, family episodes and a couple of mom and daughter, a mom and daughter, a father and son. Right. So look back through the list. If you go to our website and you actually go to the listen tab and pull down, there's a podcast library and so easy to access that way. I mean, obviously on Spotify Absolutely. as well, if it's mother, son or father, we say, we say those episodes, what they're like. Our episodes on the website are categorized so that there's spirituality, sexuality, adult kids and their and their experiences and relationships, and there's travel and hobby and passions. Absolutely. And, and you can and just so many areas that you can explore at this stage of your life. There's a sorry to interrupt, but I think that we have uh, reached a real interesting goal this uh, season two, which our episodes have been very very diversified in so many categories uh, that, that you're just mentioning a few of them. I mean, I think that your favorite is aging, no? I love sexuality, as always, and I love relationships, as always. So what and, is really your and favorite? And I feel like aging is an important topic because I've, I've over this 
year become much more of a pro-age activist and tried to find the people that are writing books, whether it's Elizabeth White for 55 Unemployed and Faking It, or Vicki Larson, who just wrote a book, and we have an amazing episode with her. That was um, a good one, for sure. About women and aging, and the future is female, not because I feel this... I don't. I want to. I want to qualify this. I, it's not like I feel this antagonism with men. I feel like we need to welcome the feminine energy more and be realistic about all the things that women and many women listen to this podcast are going through. And she also she talked a little bit about finance. And our first episode of season two was with a geriatric doctor. Which episode a couple was that? That was cultivating readiness at. That was episode 48. 48, The first yes. one of season two was very, so many beautiful ways that people are relating to aging. And I want to express this vitality that I feel from all of our guests about really seeing aging as an age full time in their lives, not a time to, to bemoan. So that's, that's why I love aging, because it's an acceptance that I really feel very forward thinking about. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's many people out there trying to hide their uh, wrinkles, trying to color their hair, and try to hide their ages. Are you suggesting that aging is, uh, we need to embrace the way we look regardless of uh, of what we feel? That's a great question. I, I know that, that many men and women get caught up in the in plastic surgery because it's a big part of what the American society and Botox media and dictates. And I'm not against that people should do things that, that give them a better feeling. Is there a conflict between well, agefulness me, to uh, doing those cosmetic activities? Well, that's what I was going to say is that I feel like if, you, if I specifically am embracing my age and wanting to color my hair or make myself look better with some makeup so that I put something that covers some of the areas when I want to do that. It's my choice. It's like young women nowadays or now even women our age that are deciding not to have to have hair or not to have hair. I feel like it's a personal choice. I feel bad like when women get caught up in the media for others if they do it for others and men do it for others and for their performative look rather than for how they feel when they look in the mirror. So I think it's a combination okay. like most things, holding that paradox of I'll doing both. I'll, I'll take that as an answer, but uh, you know, the question is still open out there. Regardless of the great episodes that we had about agings, which I really like, by the way, I don't think, I, I just want to reiterate that I do like our episode about aging and everything we talk about, and especially uh, the one that we did, which we have not yet uh, broadcasted with uh, Carl Honoré, uh, but we would not do a spoiler alert here for you. But anyway, uh, I just want to talk about my favorite episode, which is really, I, I mean, it's so so hard to pick one, uh, like, like picking up your favorite child. <clears throat> it's very difficult for me to assess which one is the most uh, favorite of the year, because, you know, when we finish an episode, we always have that high, oh, wow, that was a great episode. Wow, this was a great episode. But then, you know, we come to have a collection of them. Uh, there are better episodes than others. For example, I really like the shift, the cause with Brian and Luke, episode 72. Beautifully vulnerable. Shift the course. Uh, shift the course. That's what, Shift the course with Brian and Luke. Uh, this is a very nice conversation and dialogue in a relationship, vulnerable relationship between a father and son. And I really related to that. And here is a father in the open nesting stage with his son. And they went through a lot and they were able to overcome a lot. So that was, I, if I have to pick one, uh, that will be the one. 
Well, I mean, I mean we can talk about adult-child relationship uh, broadcast episodes because I think that was a beautiful one and hearing from men is always hard. And we have another one that two men discuss their children, uh, an expert, um, Dr. Jonathan Coleman, and he, on episode 58, talks, he wrote a book about parent-child estrangement because a lot of parents are living with that horrible part of it. And, and we decided to be able to feature this because we know that there are people out there that can be helped. So when you hear something, that's what we always hope in these episodes, that if it touches someone who is struggling, that you share that because there are so many hard things in relationships. They're not all, this is, right. so, raising children even as they become adults is just never an easy path. We have to. It's not an easy path. That's why when we get to talk to adult parents with their children on the same podcast, it's really very appealing and very interesting to me because I relate to that a lot because of my relationship with our kids. So, and I love them. I love the one with the mother daughter too because, because um, the daughter's a therapist and they talk so clearly about boundaries and communication. So, yeah, it does not mean I do not like our sexuality I one. I mean, I love our sexuality one. Uh, the, the one that stands the most is uh, uh, the buckle up and give me the strap on uh, episode uh, 53 uh, with uh, Mr. Mahalo. So he's a, he's a character, and they both really talk from their heart. Oh, she's amazing, too. She's worked with lesbian women, and women only becoming lesbians in their 80s. I mean, this is a real have-to here episode, as well as 71 Pleasure Mechanics. I think they talk about ah, sex in one of the most me. beautiful and was, open ways. That was, fa- <laughs> that was a favorite uh, episode of mine, too, the, uh, the, the Pleasure Mechanics. And as far as non-monogamy goes, which is within the context of sexuality in most cases, although polyamory that we do discuss and have an interview coming up with, with Jessica Fern of PolySecure, so stay tuned uh, next season. Uh, uh, a second alert. spoiler Okay, alert. so, but I, one of my supervisor for my thesis in sexuality and my master's is Dr. Tammy Nelson, and episode 57 is called Not Your Grandma's Monogamy. That, that, was, that was a real good episode because, you know, she really have her mind well organized as to the format of how non-monogamy can initiate itself. And that is really, uh, I mean, I was impressed with how she was so organizing her mind with her thought process. So, and the other two categories I mentioned or alluded to, spirituality for me, I love some of the deepening episodes. We have a goddess one, we have an evolutionary spirituality one, take a look. And yet the ones that really call me into action, even though I have taken a lot of more spiritual openings this year, are understanding relationships. And one of them on episode 74 discusses relationship anarchy. And it made me think of friendships, which is the I'm going to, we've been already in that deep. I'm not going to go deep into friendships. But the idea that we would go to therapy for that relationship, even if it's not sexual, how deep friendships can actually be. And they talk about that in relationship anarchy. Look, we're not going to give any more spoiler alerts. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about what's coming up for the Open Esters in season three. Wow. You know, when I say season three, I just can't imagine. I mean, when we first started this, just about two years ago. We started interviewing back in October of 2020, almost two, yeah, over two years ago, and we really launched it in January, so we're coming up on our uh, third anniversary, second anniversary. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we're not gonna spoil alert for the, the what's coming up uh, in our next episode, 
but friendship is uh, is becoming a real hot topic everywhere, and we're certainly going to discuss it on the Open Esters. It's in my heart. So I uh, also want to call us to one more. And if you have more, please tell us. But this was a couple that I really loved interviewing so much and, and I've become friendly with is are Sue and Jay Johnson. And they did something on a, episode 83 and they discussed rituals, adventure, and their relationship well, wait, wait, and wait. what they went through through that was so... Well, yeah, that was good. But, you know, what, what about Pale Bo? I mean, how can one go without mentioning Pale Bo with his uh, Vagabond radio? I mean, he is... Uh, in, traveling the world. Traveling the world and he is well on his way to visit every country in the world and I, I you know what we need to catch up with him in season three see where he's at sure, absolutely. did he go back home already did he finish his mission uh what else happened to him uh, throughout so we we can't summarize without mentioning palebo no we can't but we are excited that you've been with us on this journey. It's been for us an, an incredible thing for me to find the guests and, and, and have deeper discussions as we've gone into season two. And I do feel like people have enjoyed it more. We've heard and we also see the numbers growing. So we really, really are grateful for this journey with you, our audience. Absolutely. We want to thank you. But I have a question for Tessa. What do you think we have learned the most from season two? Because the biggest recip recipient of the information we receive is really us. I mean, we hear it first source, we discuss it before and after. So what did we learn from? Well, I think each of us probably have a different answer to that. So I'm, I'm asking right now. Okay. So I would say this, the uh, evolutionary spirituality and then the family that I talked to, which are the Russells, and they um, are the ones that they have an episode that created a leg legacy about calling in love. I did that, their retreat in Colombia. I learned to really ground into my body more that I think people in life spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to ascend. And I realized from those episodes and from the new people in my life that I've discussed these with, how, that's why it took it further. It took me into a daily practice of grounding and earthing and connecting to mother nature. And so for me, it's very visceral. So when I learn something in my body, I really learn it. So for me, that's what I learned the most. Okay. I just wanted to know. What about you? Oh, you're asking I'm me I'm asking you. Well, for me, uh, I have learned, first of all, better communication. I think that throughout the episode, the communication episode that we had, and I think we had numbers of them about communication, different styles of communications, uh, have taught me a lot about the ability to communicate more openly, uh, less violently. Uh, it's not like I've become perfect yet, but certainly on, on the road to be aware of where I'm not communicating well. So that's, for me, will be the biggest lesson out of that. I mean, you know, there's also the sub-lesson that comes along with uh, listening to an episode, but not just that. It's, uh, and then I don't need to go to the second one because that's really what I learned the most, the communication. I do think that we both learned that. I, do, I, I think that that helps us create awareness even if we're not there yet. So, And actually, we should call you, you your attention to the two right before this, which was a two-part episode on a book called Up-Level Communications. So Progressive Love Academy. If you haven't heard that, that'll blow your socks off from this season. Well, yeah, sort of blow your socks off. I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty good, pretty intense. You know, um you got to be have an open mind when you hear it and be yeah. receptive to the methodology that's being presented there. 
because it's uh, it's 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 a methodology to really communicate and really to get deep into relationships with animal ego and our higher self. I, I definitely recommend it as a listen. So that's about it for us recommending season two. We have well, we, love, we, we, love. we didn't recommend so much as we much we we summarize it and we trying to uh, understand. What have we done in one year? It's kind of self-assessment type of a deal. Uh, we're wondering what you think. Did we bring you a good variety of episodes? Have we uh, have we missed a subject matter or a category that you are, might be interested in? Perhaps you can drop us a note and let us know. And perhaps we can look for that particular subject, uh, expert in that field or couples that have been practicing it. Love to have your input. We would love it. And we thank you and hope that you'll subscribe to the episode on your favorite podcast platform because it just gives us an understanding of who's out there listening. So the more you can let us know about your needs, the happier we are. Yeah, and don't forget that our website is theopennesters.com, double N in the middle, S at the end. And that's it. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next week when we actually give you a preview of what's coming up in season three this is amir and this is tessa see you on the next episode ciao you have been listening to the open nesters podcast a production of kiwi publishing and media executive producer tessa crone music by yoni avi patat Audio engineering by Lucid Sound. Web design and blogs, PJ Ewing. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. To learn more about each episode and guest, please visit us at theopennesters.com. For questions or to be a guest on our podcast, email tessa at theopennesters.com. 